Hey, is this thing on? Spit on the microphone. Ha. Welcome to Successfully Screwed, a weekly podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. What the hell is this about? I don't even know where I'm starting. Is that where I'm starting? Well, this is about how business owners screw up. If you're a business owner, you know the definition of hard work, frustration, second guessing, imposter syndrome, and everything in between. And then you look around on social media or on CNBC and the success of others and you wonder, damn, when is that going to happen for me? Will it ever happen for me? The hell am I doing wrong? Hey, guess what? Everybody says that. There are a lot of other podcasts out there that are positively motivational. Those are cool because they give you those warm, fuzzy, woo-hoo feelings. But the Successfully Screwed podcast takes a different approach to kicking you in the pants, to kicking you in the ass, in an attempt to motivate you to hang in there and keep grinding. And how successful entrepreneurs overcome them because that is its own kind of motivation. We also give you that schadenfreude factor. God damn it. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Google it. Want to win some free things? Of course you do. You're an entrepreneur probably making nothing. However, if you'd like to win some free things from the guests of this podcast, make sure you hashtag I listened while sharing this episode. You could be in the running for free consultations, some great resources, free books, whatever our guest decides to bring on, you have the chance of winning. So make sure at the end of this podcast, you share it, hashtag I listened and the episode number. Sit back, relax, and wait every Sunday for the drawing. Welcome to the Successfully Screwed Podcast. I am Ashley Owens, your extrovert. I am Sarah Rosenberg, your introvert. And today we have the, the one, lovely, the only, Jennifer McDevitt. Woo woo! Hey, A fabulous guys. shoe night. Let me just about Jennifer. I've known Jennifer for quite a long time now, actually. Yeah. Right? Like four yeah. years. Yeah, at least. And you became my client through yep. Fabulous Shoe Night which I love. And I love you so much because you are such a badass. Like I want to be like the badass level that you are when I grow up. And that's why I love you. So you speak your mind. You have gotten kicked out of networking groups and I love it. I love that. Fabulous Shoe Night is awesome because it raises money for local charities, right? And it's very community-based, and I love that about it. And it it gives women the opportunity to come out and do a good thing while networking. So can you give us a little bit of background about your business and how you started and all that good stuff? Okay, well, how I started it was I was a stay-at-home mom, and I was was really, really bored as a stay-at-home mom. And long story short... I had an idea where it would be really fun and cool to go out just like maybe every month with me and my friends and just wear the shoes we really don't often have an opportunity to wear and just like, you know, wear them out, have our cocktails and just have fun. So I started that with just me and my own friends. And then I noticed over time that they started to bring their own friends And then I noticed one night, I really didn't know a lot of people there. And I was like, oh, wait a second, hold on, cool. And I I knew that I had created a concept that women liked, but I think that as a former nurse, I, I wanted to find a way to work our numbers uh, where we could start to help other people. So after about 18 months or so, 
I came up with a model where we have events and there's a $30 ticket price to, to attend. And that will include like, you know, light bites, a reduced price on drinks, but it, it will also include a, a, a built-in donation to a local charity. And then I had people who would come to me and say, hey, I like this and it's cool. I want to open up a chapter. And I was like, chapters. Okay, cool. So now I have about four chapters, uh, you know, in our area here. I have a really big chapter out in Las Vegas. And I'm currently in talks with a woman who wants to open down south. So, yeah. So, in my excitement, I completely forgot our format. And our format usually is Ashley and I talk about our screw-ups, and then we go to you. So let's wind it back, because I I saved this particular screw-up for your episode. My screw-up, and and I, I learned this because of this podcast, of having this podcast is that I am very emotionally attached to my main business. It's a part of me. It's my baby. And because of that, I'm realizing through this podcast, which as much as I love you, Ashley, I am not as emotionally attached to this podcast, which strangely helps me make better business decisions. It's not a low point. It's not a screw up necessarily. But it's an awareness that I need to dial back the level of emotional attachment that I have to my main business. Okay. Because it's difficult to make good, thoughtful, logical business decisions. And your husband being an attorney and my husband being in the legal fields, they're all about that logical decision. And I am not. And most of the time, and I'm sure you have this with your husband as well, they're right. And well, she's making a face. <laughs> there's, a, there's an element of rightness about that. I hate lawyers. No, it's fine. <laughs> that that uh, as business owners, we need to look at, we need to be able to step back emotionally and make a logical decision. Right. So that is my lesson and my screw up. So Ashley, your turn. The biggest thing that I, I tend to do is I, I didn't time block well this week. I really didn't time block well this week at all. And the challenge is that I can't wait to repeat exactly what's on your answering machine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I unplugged my phone. Who is it? Do you, I, it still has a landline. Let's I know, right? Look, I, un- I took the battery out of my phone because I thought that would work. <laughs> it's a long shut up, dude. <laughs> Really trying to make sure that I'm maintaining my, uh, my uh, time, my time this week. That's a good one. And I think that's sort of an ongoing struggle for most of us, right? Oh, right. Um, all right. So we talked about our struggles. We talked about Jen's background. I vote that we go to commercial now. Sounds good. Then come back. All right. This episode is sponsored by Colleen Bridget Fitzpatrick. She's a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Her mission is to help children and adults with better understanding of themselves in order to assist with life challenges and improve relationships. She also provides workplace wellness programs that assist with communication and positivity in order to build a productive workplace. Colleen's innovative counseling style has helped children improve language processing, build coping and social skills, and manage academic challenges. When it comes to teens, she has been able to successfully help them manage anxiety, trauma, and self-destructive patterns. 
Adults report that Colleen has guided them through divorces, strengthened relationships, coach them through employment transitions, and lead more successful lives. Welcome back to the Successfully Script Podcast. We have Jennifer McDevitt on the podcast. And I'm so excited because uh, she does Fabulous Shoe Night. And so uh, Sarah is more of a fangirl uh, of Jen. It's a little obnoxious. I'm feeling kind of jelly over here, but that's I okay. Am. That's okay. Fabulous. Nobody you- can see us right now, but Jen looks amazing. No, I don't. Okay, let's just give people a visual. You Stop it. Jen looks amazing. Jen looks amazing. Sarah looks like she just got out of the shower. She always has her headband on. Looks great in a dark hole that you live in. Just the curtains are done. Amazing little cave you live in. And I just got a spray tan. So I look ridiculous. You look nice. Uh, No, I look... She looks orange. She looks orange. It's so bad. But we love her. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas next week. And so I'm like, well, I got to I got to I'm going to be around skinny, coked out bitches. I might as well. I got to blend in somehow. So I got some eyelashes, which I'm going to screw up. That's probably going to be my screw up for next, for there next you go. week. Right. It's an aggressive, an aggressive activity. But you will be fabulous. Oh. All right. Back to attention to you, Jen. I want to talk to more about low points. Let me set this up, right? Because I, I. I know the story. So yeah, I'm just going to sit in the corner with my tan and you guys can just talk. So Jen, um, so you have this wonderful organization that raises a bunch of money that has a bunch of chapters. You grew right. it from nothing, nothing from just an yeah. idea, which is an amazing thing in and of itself. And then something happened. So talk to us about that a little bit. What happened was I was in an all women's uh, networking group and I was called by a woman there who said, hey, I really like what you do and I think I want to open up a chapter. So we met and had lunch and I found that I didn't, I didn't really like her. I thought that she was not a good person and my red light inside was like, wah, wah, wah. like there was just something about her that I didn't like. And I think that was my gut. And what I think I was so, you know, over, uh, over eager to start opening up chapters that I went against my gut and I hired her. And what happened was she stayed okay, long enough to learn everything, to get on the inside, to have access to all of the internal things that I wrote, all of the documents, um, to have access to our site as a chapter leader. And she, she stole everything. <gasps> and everything. She copied and pasted my words that I wrote. She, she, she took my, my location. She took my email list. She stole my words. And she opened up something that, you know, did not have a shoe theme, but she took my baby. And she's not a good parent, I'll say. She's just not a nice person. And you mess with my baby and I will rip your eyes out of your head. And I was angry. I was really mad. So... When was her funeral? It, it, she's just... Not yet. <laughs> I have moved on. And that's good. But, you know, I thought, 
Well, but I thought I have to protect what I created. I created this and I need to protect it. So we were both in the same networking group and I went to the head and I said, Hey, I'm just wondering if there's any kind of a code of conduct that you guys have, because this is not cool. And I was basically told, yeah, no, you know, too bad. So I was like, that really stinks. Like I was really mad about it. And what's so strange is that one day I was in my master bathroom and I was drying my hair and I thought, my God, I really wish I had an opportunity to give a speech because if I, I had an opportunity to do a speech at this group, I would say in so many words, here's what happened to me. And I kid you not, my phone dinged. I got an email and it said, I want you to give a speech <laughs> at that exact time. And I was like, wow, this is like magic. <laughs> this was so manifestation at its finest. Yes. Yes. So I was like, Ooh, that's kind of scary. So I did it. And what I talked about was I did not mention any names, but I said, as most of you know, here, I run this thing. And I had someone that I hired and trained who took everything. And now they say that they are my competition, but they're really not. And here's why. Because number one, if you want to follow me, I will lead. I will be first. And number two, let's talk about competition. Let's say that, okay, I am Coke and you are Pepsi. It's not as if, um, you know, Pepsi took the exact same ingredients of Coke and just put a Pepsi label on it. They made it their own. Mm -hmm. So I challenge you to make it your own. You're my first draft pick for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and kill people with words. Right? Terrifying. So I, people stood up and clapped. They were mad because they were there. They were there. Mm -hmm. And I said, if you want to lead, make it your own. But if you want me to lead, watch me. I will lead. So what they did is they just completely bombarded the head of the networking group with calls and complaints. And they had their friends complain and I got kicked out. And, and I didn't care. Well, you know what? I did care. I was hurt because it was wrong. It was really, really wrong. So I was hurt and I was mad. But I think what I messed up at was that I spent too much time kind of home in a, a dark room Aww. where I, I licked my uh, wounds a bit. That is devastating, first of all. Um, and I think it's probably every business owner's nightmare. So Jennifer, you were just talking to us about how you have this amazing business organization. You raised a bunch of money. You have a bunch of chapters and then someone stole your shit. And it's one thing to say that um, it's flattering to... to imitation, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So it's one thing to say that imitation is the highest form of flattery. It's another thing to blatantly rip off someone else's hard work. Well, you know what else I didn't say, um, and I will say now, she not only okay, took everything I wrote and everything I did, it was very mean in the sense that when she still had uh, chapter leader admin rights, 
she went in on the back end of our site and destroyed it. That was vicious. And yeah. that was really, I think it was really uncool too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you went through a process of um, being angry. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. Of confronting um, the networking group that you were both in, the leadership of the networking group, and saying, hey, can you do something about it? When, and I mean, let's be real. Could they do something? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I have a networking group, and I know when things happen, it's like, all right, well, well what can I do? So that is what it is. Um, but you, you stood up for yourself. Yeah. Um, within the group and said, you know, this is not right, but I am going to lead the way in this and I'm going to be the bigger person and continue to do what I set out to do, regardless right. of what you're going to do. And, and that's fine. Um, and, and you subsequently got removed. Yeah. By, by not your own uh, decision from that networking group. You mentioned kind of going through a process of licking your wounds and yeah. recovering from yeah. that. Um, and I, I would like to talk a little bit about that process because I think lots of business owners, either from something like this or other things, have to kind of go back, regroup, mourn whatever uh -huh. it is that they thought was going to happen that didn't happen. Um, so talk to me a little bit about how you felt then and what your resources were to get you out of feeling that victimhood um, and being able to move on. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I can honestly say it was a very, very dark time in the sense that I was betrayed, but I feel like in a sense I betrayed myself because I didn't listen to my gut. That was number one. So I was mad at myself. I also feel like I handled this like a man. I set out to protect what I created. And I think because I was in an all women's networking group and I handled it like a man, I didn't just bend over and be like, oh, well, I guess I got screwed. I fought back. And I think because I had the nerve to fight back, I was punished. Mm -hmm. So I was also mad about that. One thing I didn't do is I never, ever, ever, ever to this day have looked at their page, at their site, at their stuff. I don't care because you know what? I realized she had to copy me because she herself is not that bright. I don't want to say I don't blame her, but I get it now. She had sorry to outright take it. Yes. Yeah, you gotta so, feel sorry for her. Well, but you know what though? She's just not a nice person. And I think what's what's kind of, of, of like cool is that this happened probably four or five years ago. And since then I have had people who who like know her and know me. And strangers even, like if it ever comes up and they're like, oh my God, she's a nightmare. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it, it, takes, it takes a lot of strength anyway to run a business, right? Yeah. Um, and, and then to add something like that on top of it is really um, demoralizing and, and it really sets you back. So talk to me a little bit about what kind of support system you had in place or that you got in place really quickly to, um, to support you through the process of 
healing that situation? Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I think that I'm very, very lucky in the sense that I have really wonderful friends, wonderful friends. They helped a lot. My husband helped too. I mean, yes, he is, you know, on the one hand, a lawyer, but. Um, you know, I was going to ask, wait, what did your husband say? Like, did a he lawyer. Say, Maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, what, what was his approach? I'm so curious. Well, so like, hold on, wait, wait, Jen, okay, you said yeah. lawyer, not liar, right? No, he's a lawyer. Like yes. liar. Okay. Did I say, oh no, he's not a liar at all. He's a lawyer. Okay. So, uh, oh God, no. Just wanted to clarify. Oh, he's that's wonderful. No, 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 no. Okay, so, no. so thank you. But no, yeah. um, what did he say? I kind of told him what I planned to do when I gave my speech. And he's like, yeah, Jen, you know what? Just move on. I don't think that's a good idea. And I hate lawyers. So, because <laughs> I rule my life from my heart and my gut, not from my mind. And I was just like, I hate lawyers. So he said, but I know you, and I know that you will just do what you want to do, as you always do. So I did. And yeah, I got kicked out, but like, who cares? And, and I, I, I feel like who cares because I said my piece. So who cares? Yeah. And you managed to not just say your piece, but recover from it. I did, yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure it took a while. I'm sure it, it took a lot of reframing of the situation, yes. um, which is great. I mean, that's resiliency. And I think that's what we all need as entrepreneurs. That's one of the things that we need. Pretty much the topic of the day is badass. So I think we're just going to leave it at that. But uh, we wanted to ask you too about your resources. So after everything that you've been through, after all of the turmoil and how bitches be crazy. It just allows you to feel that uh, there may not be a, a, the next step, but what resources can you not live without that help build up your uh, business process, your group, your events? What can you not live without? I think number one are my chapter leaders. And I think I don't have a lot of chapters because I need really good, good people who have the right kind of heart. So I would say them first. Um, and then I think just people in my life that I can, I can talk to and say, hey, I need help on this. You know, Support system. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good chapter leader, support system. What's the third one? Um, I like books and I like self-help books. Ooh. I do. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right, are you ready for our rapid fire questions? I'm a little nervous, but yes, shoot. Just, right. just to give the audience a heads up, Sarah asked the very intelligent and deep thinking, deep meaningful business questions. I will ask stupid and irritating ones. So just Hashtag balance. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay, Jen, first question. What is the title of your biography? She did it even though they thought she couldn't. What would you do on Mars for fun? I would bounce around a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, Jennifer, what are the three traits that, a, that an entrepreneur needs to be successful, do you think? Three traits. I think that you have to be a little bit of a person who, who doesn't care what other people think. You've just got to do your own thing and just not care. I think you have to have a healthy sense of naivete because you have to be able to think that you can do something you really don't know how to do and just kind of do it. I always say I'm flying by the seat of my Spanx because I just kind of make it work. And the third thing is I think you have to have good people. Question, if you could get a yacht, what would you call it? I call it shoes, uh, S-H-O-O-Z. 
awesome and on this program uh jim we know you love free stuff what are you giving away to the audience this week uh i was thinking about two tickets to one of our upcoming events which will likely take place in the fall so people would want to check out our website it's fabulousshoenight.com perfect so we will add that to the show notes so how do people listen sarah um, I don't know. How do people listen? How do people get her? St- <laughs> I don't know. With your ears? Like, really? <laughs> people. Oh, so hashtag SSP3. Hashtag and I, listened. I listened and the link to the show. And you will be entered for a chance to win those awesome free tickets. Thank right. you very much, Jen. Thank you, Thank you guys. So fun. Stay All successful. Right. Stay screwed and stay tuned. Bye.